0: welcome back to the other podcast i am your host pete aka palm wondrous today is episode 34 and we are going to dig into the three avenues of energy generation while within this physicality but before we get started the letters of our words are symbols casting spells that influence how we experience our reality and their sounds create resonant frequencies inspiring thoughts in those who hear it point being our words mean something and so to begin first we're going to dig into the idea of meditation I believe meditation is the most optimal form of energy generation within this vessel. And let's look at the word to see if it confirms that idea. So meditate is M-E-D, I-T, A-T-E. M is mental, E is energy, D is dimension, I is incarnation, T is vessel or game, A is not, T again is vessel or game, E is energy. Harnessing energy from the etheric mental plane rather than sourcing from within the game. And the reason I came to that conclusion, when you look at the word, it begins with Medi, M E D I. The M E is mental energy, that's me. The D I is the dimension incarnation, or reversed ID is your incarnated dimensional form within the vessel, not vessel energy, or I should say, not game energy. And so, again, this is the connection with the higher self, the etheric plane. This is drawing energy down from source. So you're drawing it down from above into the below. And this is the unlimited, unending energy. And this not only energizes your vessel, but it also has a regeneration aspect to it. And so again, I think this is the most optimal form of energy generation. Next we have exercise, E-X-E-R-C-I-S-E. E is energy, X is crossing, E again is energy, R is return or reflect, C is to see, I is incarnation, S is vibration or sine wave, E is energy. See the energy of your vessel return via generation of vibration or movement. And so we've all heard that line, a body in motion stays in motion. I think what it's referring to is the idea that when you keep your body in motion, you're essentially keeping that energy flowing. And when the energy is flowing, it's making sure that your vessel is in optimal shape. And what's even more interesting about this is when you look into the idea that our fascia, the muscle fibers, are actually analogous to battery cells. And so by exercising, you're actually recharging your batteries. And this makes a lot of sense when you look at people who exercise daily, runners. They're always operating at a high energy level. Now, we've all been conditioned to believe that we need to consume food in order to provide ourselves with energy and that exercise is actually the depletion of energy, but that just isn't so. And I think we've all also had experiences where we've seen that this clearly is not the case. We might've eaten more food than maybe we should have, and what do we want to do? Want to take a nap. Now, if food was our source of energy and should be energizing us, why are we suddenly so sleepy after we consume it that just doesn't make sense now part of this could be the food that you're consuming and it could be so riddled with other nonsense that your body has to work so hard to break it down just to harvest a little bit of nutrients that's within it but i think there's also just a faulty logic there and so again circling back exercise when you look at the word energy crossing energy from above crossing into the below energy reflecting again reflection is the below see incarnation vibration energy again vibration i think is insinuating or referring to that motion at a subatomic level we're always in motion and i think when you exercise you're keeping that currency flowing throughout your body so that you're always in the most fresh and optimal version of your physicality lastly we have the idea of food consumption And so I thought we'd look at the word consume, C-O-N-S-U-M-E, C is to see, O is full or complete, N is normalized, S is vibration or sine wave, U is U, both singular and plural, M is mental, E is energy. See your mental energy, fully normalized with the material plane. Again, when you look at the word, first beginning with con, see fully normalized, S-U-M-E, vibration of U, mental energy. So your mental energy, the me, that vibration, that real you, normalizing. And I think that might be speaking to the normalization of you at a subconscious level. We've heard this idea that you are what you eat. And I think when you start to look into what food actually is, we have to acknowledge and recognize that when you consume something, you're not only consuming the matter, you're also consuming the mental. And I'm gonna get into that a little bit more in this next slide, where we dig into the different food groups. And so beginning, we'll look at food in general. The word food, F-O-O-D. F is frequency, O-O is creation or doubling, D is dimension. Frequency is how energy is expressed in the above versus vibration in the below. Creation, dimension. So frequency, your thoughts, create your perception you are what you eat. That's essentially what food means. And when you look at the food groups, fruit, vegetables, meat, and dairy, beginning with fruit, F-R-U-I-T, F is frequency, R is return or reflect, U is you, both singular and plural, I is incarnation, T is vessel or game. So again, frequency, thoughts, returning to you, you while you're incarnated within a vessel. And so I think fruit might be providing us with The ability to strengthen our connection to our conscious mind to the spiritual aspect of ourselves to the masculine aspect of ourselves that which resides in the etheric and then looking at vegetable v-e-g-e-t-a-b-l-e v is descending e is energy g is great e again is energy t is vessel or game a is not b is being l is consciousness e is energy descending energy great energy into the vessel not being conscious energy so the able is really interesting here i think that not being conscious is referring to the subconscious or the unconscious energy and so i'm positing this idea that vegetables might be enhancing our connection to the subconscious so that consciousness that resides within the physicality that feminine aspect of ourselves and when we look at meat m-e-a-t M is mental, E is power, T is vessel or game. On the surface, this doesn't sound so bad. But when you actually realize what this is communicating, it's quite interesting. Mental power of the vessel. So when you consume an animal, you're not only consuming that matter, you're consuming that mental. And I think that's what people need to be aware of when you consume anything in this reality, especially those that are still consuming animal product. And this is where there's a disconnect between what old cultures or ancient cultures, or even indigenous cultures in this modern day still continue to do versus the first world environments and that meat consumption. They're not the same. Ancient cultures and indigenous cultures, there's a ceremony, a ritual. They honor the beast and they try to use every aspect of it in an efficient manner. That's not the same with animal farming. In today's modern world, animals are put through misery and crowded and just have a horrible existence just to provide profits for the company and food on someone's table. And as mentioned before, when you consume these animals, you're not only consuming the material aspect of them, the macronutrients, you're consuming the mental. And so you're consuming that misery. And it will show itself in one way or another within your reality. It might actually show up as a physical ailment. Or maybe an attitude. Or maybe an incident that happens within your reality. That energy will express itself one way or another. And so people need to be cognizant of that. And then you look at dairy. D-A-I-R-Y. D is dimension. A is not. I is incarnation. R is return or reflect. Y is choice or decision. Dimension, not incarnated reflect choice. I think that not incarnation, again, might be referring to the subconscious, the morphogenetic field, and that's reflecting the choice. And so what I think is going on there is that when you consume milk of a cow, you're actually assimilating and normalizing to the vibration of that cow and starting to become influenced by their tethering to that subconscious aspect of that morphogenetic field again not to echo you are what you eat and so the more you consume these things the deeper into the sleep you become the more quote unquote animal like i've mentioned in other podcast referencing samuel onvior and all the books that he's written that he would often be very harsh in his commentary regarding the average person he called them animals And when I first encountered this, I was a little uncertain as to what he was referring to, but it now makes a lot of sense to me. I don't condone his approach. I think there was a little tethering with the ego when it came to him and what he was communicating and sharing. However, there was some truth there, and it's very interesting. And so to end, I'm going to discuss the correlation between this idea of three avenues of energy generation and that of the three brains. And I actually produced this video yesterday, had it all ready to go, and then it dawned on me this connection. And I was apprehensive to launch this without actually sharing this because I thought it was very, very important. And so I tried to put it all in a nice simple slide, but this makes a lot of sense to me and so I'll share it with you now. I think meditation really speaks to the head, speaks to the brain. And now that makes total sense and seems obvious but I think it's referring to the intellect, to spirit, to consciousness, to that which enables us to see and sense the visible versus exercise, I think is correlated with the heart and intuition to the body, to the temple and to the power center that enables us to experience this reality. And lastly, consumption and food, I think is correlated to the gut and instinct or to the soul and the lower mind and the subconscious and the subtle energies and that which is non-visible. And so when you look at these concepts, what really pops out to me, and I haven't shown it in here, but I'm gonna to speak to it now, is you have the center point of the heart. Again, that's the power center. And above, you have the masculine component of our existence. And below, you have the feminine component of our existence. Masculine energy is active, the active principle. Feminine energy is the passive principle. Above is etheric, below is material. And I think the goal for all of us is to bring these all into that center point. So not to become too enamored with your masculine energy or your feminine energy and not to demonize one or the other. It's really recognizing that your most optimal form is holistic. It's bringing all of that together into one. And that oneness is at the center point, which is your heart. And so I'll leave you with that. If you found this content to be of value and would like to help support future episodes, please consider joining me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash palm wondrous. And until next time, know what you stand for.